What's up, my guys? We are back in the lunch line again. I apologize for missing last week. I don't even know why I missed. What was I doing? Rehab. Yeah, what was like? I don't even know what last week was, to be honest. But yeah, I had to miss last week. I apologize. We're back. Excited to see the guys. I promise. It is my vow. It is my New Year's resolution to end my technical difficulties that I always have. Uh, Tiggy Nation is not in the best mood now because I've been having technical issues. So we got to lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, what's up, my guys? What up, what up, what up? Coming from the faraway land of Phoenix, Arizona. I'm doing tremendous. It's uh, gotten a little colder here recently. It's like 70 degrees, 60 degrees. So it's nice and cool. A little long sleeve tee weather. Still wear shorts. Big fan of the shorts. But um, people are getting bundling up a little bit. So that's good. Everything's good on my front. You know, um, work's been slow. I've been back in the gym. Oh, uh, you know, my girlfriend's mm-hmm. my girlfriend's living with me for the next week and a half. Everything's going oh, up, 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 you know, shit. So, that incredible. Do it. Do I, the thing. Knew- Do the thing. What? Do the What's thing. There? No, well, shout out girlfriends. Shout out girlfriends. Oh, shout out girlfriends. Good stuff. Uh, I knew Tiggy Nation was trying to be cool for a reason. I knew yeah. something was going on. <laughs> I knew something was going on over there. I could feel it. Uh, no, but that's awesome. Girlfriends are great. We love them. They're good to us. Um, that's great. It's freaking cold here. I never would have thought live. No, I'm serious. Living in the South. I never would have thought it would be like 30 degrees. It's fucking, it's cold here. And I tell you the cold here is different. Like 30 degrees up home. You're like, oh, it's 30 degrees. But like 30 degrees, it feels colder. I don't know. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I am not yeah. <laughs> I am not standing for that shit. No way. It was 29 degrees this morning and I walked outside to get my click list and I was fucking freezing. There's no way that 30 degrees down south below the equator is is colder than it is here, dude. I won't have it. I'm putting my foot down. Well, I don't know. You might just have to come come find out cuz I'm telling you, it's it's cold. But, yeah, another thing about it being cold, it has nothing to do with it being cold, but my freaking apartment, all I do is freaking hear these people above me walking around all freaking night long, and it drives me nuts. Do you, do you still have the neighbors that blast the EDM music at midnight, too? No, they're not too bad anymore. Like, they'll listen to music, which is cool. I like my, I like music, but, like... They they've dialed it down, but like, dude, I don't know what's going on. Every night around ten or ten thirty, I start hearing the freaking people upstairs just walking around, and they don't just walk around like, and I mean for hours, for fucking hours. Like they got they're walking around lead foot. I hope they can hear me talking about them right now, honestly, because it's fucking bullshit. I have I left my my noise machine. At the farmhouse over Thanksgiving. So now I don't have it. So I've been having to do freaking live streams of rainstorms on YouTube all night long. And I don't normally have to take melatonin and shit. But I've been having to lately. Because fucking people piss me off. That's what it is. So a lot to unpack there, JT. Yeah. (laughs) But a lot to unpack. First, you know, what would you... (laughs) What would you like to say if you could say anything to your neighbors? If they happen to have been listening, or have you ever imagined like you just storming up there and be like, "Yo, what's the matter with you? Why can't you just say, you know?" What would you well, say if you would like confront them? You know, maybe they're that's listening. Great qu- yeah, quick, quick yeah. sidebar. Uh, I I did that to the people that lived below <laughs> me. He did. What'd that's you, a true story. What'd you tell them? Yeah, I, I went down at like two in the morning. It was like banging on the door, and I I just had moved in. And they're like, oh, hey, like, what's up? I was like, listen, we got to turn the music down. We can't be playing freaking boombox radio speakers at two in the morning while I'm trying to sleep. But honestly, knowing me, like, 
I would go up and probably be nice and be like, hey, dude, can you just please be quiet? I would be nice the first time. And then the second time, I would be not so nice. And then I'd be like, listen, I'd, I'd freaking email the, the apartment people and be like, you got to kick these fucking people out of here because I got to sleep. I, play t- I pay too much money here to not be able to sleep. So. What if, what if, what if the poor people just work from home, but they work internationally, dude? So I said that too. I'm like, what if they work night shift? Yeah. And they're just up. What if, and they're just sleep schedules all screwed up. You're right. I know. But, you know, it still keeps me up at night. I mean, so, so what, so what are we saying here? Like you're running on a couple hours of sleep. You're a little grouchy. Like, like what's. What what's the mood? What's the spice down there right now? How all are right. feeling? I feel all right. I, I drank a cup of coffee at like four PM. So I'm I feel pretty good right now. I'm all right. This usually makes me sleepy after doing a podcast, so I'll probably fall asleep after this. You know? Good. We'll see. We'll see good. though. Well, I, I want to ask, um, kind of just want to jump jump into something else real quick. Tiggy Nation, last time we spoke. We were talking about the uh, world championships of softball. Um, and, you know, I don't know where you stand when, when we, when we left here last Tuesday, you were getting ready. I believe you were in the final four. You were getting ready to take on a team that you once beat where mm-hmm. we at, how we feeling. Hmm. So the season is over and the season is over, but the championship was also Thursday. So the season's over. We didn't make it to Thursday, though. Tuesday was our last game, unfortunately. Damn. You know, we just didn't come to swing the bats like we could in the earlier season. We, we ran out of gas. It was a long season. And, uh, you know, just like the Pirates peaking in April, you know, you got to get to October. And we we fell asleep in September, and that was it. So, you know, it's all right. We're going to have another season starting up in January. The issue is, so we're a schoolhouse, so we have, like, a lot of players kind of come in and out. They're only here for six months. So, there's one player that's coming in January. He was here before, and he's coming back again, and he was stellar. Very good young kid, you know, hot shot, shortstop. You know, he's able to get the ball out quick, good batter. So we're excited to have him. We're going to hopefully get a couple more athletes that can, uh, you know, come into our infinity gauntlet, and we can just, you know, pluck them and put them in there. Are you guys uh, throwing him any NIL money, sprinkling, sprinkling, you know, a little something-something from the so, team? You know, we were thinking about, you know, with the NIL being, you know, big and bad. And, you know, we do have a couple people that aren't in our squadron that we've recruited over and stuff. So, you know, we do have some new jerseys. Um, that was a new nice. that was a new addition within the last couple of weeks. So, you know, we were talking maybe we'll have to give them, you know, half price on a jersey or something like that. Oh, OK. You know, see if he still wants to compete. But I think we got him locked in. I think we got him locked in. We're going to try to recruit a little bit better and. uh yeah, hopefully get a couple superstars. Hopefully maybe pay someone $700 million over the course of, you know, 47 years like Shohei Athani. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. That that outline of his, like, pay structure is one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. JT, did you by chance get a get a chance to peek at old boys? Uh, you know, I saw a couple Instagram posts, and I saw the one specific post that showed he will make more in two games than Brock Purdy makes in one season. That's true. That's very true. But it's he gets paid two million. <laughs> That's a good comparison. It's he gets like, paid two million every year until 2033, and then from 2034 to like 2043, he gets paid 67 million a year. What? Well, like I don't. Is that they're just spreading it out? Yeah. Is that how he did it to kind of just take care of, make sure he's he's pretty set? You know. So he so, doesn't go back. They don't pay him all at once and he freaking gambles it all away or some crazy shit like that. Or what is it? So he took it for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, JT, you said you read a couple Instagram posts. So I was like, oh, then, you know, everything. You're an expert. You know, no. unfortunately, that was not the case. <laughs> but um, he's what? It's $70 million for 10 years, um, like per 10 years, obviously. He's deferring $68 million every single year. So he's only taking $2 million. He's deferring 68 and this benefits not only for the team because on the books he's only on on the books for two million dollars for every year he's playing, 
But that $68 million is going to have some major tax benefits down the road. And if he retires after the 10 years and before he gets like his massive, you know, for $68 million, I believe it's all going to depend on where he lives. So if he if he is not residing in California anymore, he's not going to be hit with the California taxes. Ooh, so nice. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, I read a lot of posts about that. So it's really going to depend on where he lives after the fat after a season. So um, there's great tax benefits and honestly, just more money in his pocket. It also happens to be, you know, the most popular player in baseball that we've had probably since Ken Griffey Jr., honestly. So he makes so much money in terms of endorsements and such like that. He's literally the face of Japanese baseball. Um, so it's going to be it's a great deal for the Dodgers. It's a great deal for him, obviously, because he's just going to save so much money down the road. And he only, you know, he has to live on a measly two million dollars, but he's going to get straight endorsement money as well. He'll probably end up. He'll probably literally end up around like twenty million dollars a year, I'm sure, with all these endorsements and shit. So now I, I have a I smart have a guy. I have a question. He's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Do we think? And I don't mean this and how it's going to sound, but it's just what it is. Do we think a man can be a face of a league when he does not speak English? That's very interesting. I, you know, it's funny it, because there are people that think of Shohei Otani and they aren't impressed with what he does. And what he does is he's a top five pitcher in the league. He's a top five batter in the league. He's a top, he's basically two players in a sense. He's not able to pitch next year. He can only bat, but they're still paying him all this money. And he also, yeah, cannot speak English. He speaks entirely through a translator still. The whole um, World Series of Baseball last season, he was, they had an, they had one Japanese player, but he's American half American as well and plays on the Red Sox, I think, or something like that. He doesn't speak Japanese. His teammates don't speak English. Like he he batted first first for their team. Didn't talk to his teammates once, you know? Yeah, that's so, crazy. Wait, why, why can't he pitch next year? Um, he, he got hurt. I think he tore his UCL oh. or something like that. So he's he got surgery and stuff. So he's not able to pitch, but he's still able to bat. But it's interesting. Yeah, can he be the face of baseball and, when and he I, doesn't speak English? Yeah, and like, I'd say I definitely yes. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have players that play like hockey and shit, and that don't that barely speak English. I don't know. I don't even really think that matters. I think he could be the face of baseball without, without speaking English. I, I mean, you you possibly could be right, but like, I feel like in today's day and age, with like more so like how the players have now created their own brands where like they have these followings of people that just like them, you know, maybe on like a podcast commercial, like radio shows, whatever it may be. I, I feel like that's like a massive part in the sports game today. And I just wonder, I'm not saying he can't, but I also just wonder if like, if he even actually gives a shit about that, or if he just is just like, yo, dude, I'm just here to play baseball. And like, that's all I really care about. But you you would want to assume that the MLB would want to showcase their like most dynamic, like highest paid player. So like it, I don't know. I'm, I'm now, this is what's going to happen. This is what's happening. This is all, this is how Elon's going to get us all to use the Neuralink. Let's hear about the Neuralink. Let's hear about the Neuralink. Yeah, because it, no one's going to be done. What, what's his face? What's his name? Shohei Otani. Otani is talking Shohei. about, all right? And everyone's going to be like, man, he seems so electrifying. I want to know what he's saying. And th- there you go. All you got to do is upload the Neuralink to your brain, and you can translate in your mind what he's saying. There like, you go. Like, that, that's that's a great fix, by the way. I just want to say that is a great fix. The Nation but... is just not a fan of me today for some <laughs> I didn't even say anything. You didn't give me a chance to defend. <laughs> <laughs> this is like small claims court, and you're just trying to overrule the judge. <laughs> you haven't even let the other side go. You're trying to bully the lowly tenant, okay? Give me a chance here. <laughs> I'm going to give you the floor after that, Tiggy Nation. Go ahead. So, <laughs> the I, I don't even know what the Neuralink is. I didn't even know this was a thing, but it sounds like it's, you know, going to come in the near future of 50 years from now, probably. So, it's probably going to come right after we get that, you know, international railroad that's coming, you know, that high-speed railroad they keep talking about. Um, speaking on, coming back to Otani, can he be the face? I think he can, and I think, 
I think him not speaking English is kind of like kind of got a little mystique, kind of got a little aura around it. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, yeah. this guy's dominating our sport, dominating our pastime. He doesn't even speak the language. You know, there's kind of like there was a few years ago, this guy, Kenny Omega, and he has been re- he's a professional wrestler, wrestled in Japan. He's English like or American, doesn't speak Japanese, but they love him because he's high flying and stuff like that. There was one uh, promo he cut, and all of a sudden, he cut it in Japanese. Perfect Ooh. Japanese dialect, everything. He was just been practicing for that. So we could see maybe he's practicing English in, uh, in his free time or something like that and comes out and just speaks like, like, a, like a regular English-speaking person and stuff like that and just shock all of us, and that'd be crazy. That would be sick. That would be so, fire. That would be really cool. I'm just going to give you guys a real-life example. There's not a right or wrong answer here, and I just want to pull pull the class because I know it's going to be something that we're all familiar with and we're all fond of. Let's take two individuals, two greats, two greats of the great sport of the UFC, okay? you got a guy, his name's Conor McGregor, and you got a gentleman, his name Khabib. Do you, you Do you think... Do you think that Khabib would have been one of the highest praised wrestler or UFC fighters that he is today if he could not speak English? My answer to that is no. I, I think because he was able to shit talk Connor, he, he was able to, and now I'm not saying it's perfect English, but he's able to say things, shit talk, do certain things be in interviews. And I know obviously baseball, UFC, two kind of completely different sports, but like you want to, I don't know, for me, I like guys that have edge in sports. I like guys that, that chirp a little bit. I like the Tony DeVito's and the Will Levis's of last night. Like I like the guys that run their mouth a little bit. And that's just like where I sit back and I'm like, could he really be the face of baseball? If we don't ever get to see that kind of side. I got TBD. I, I'm not saying he can, or I'm not saying he can't. That's just like kind of a real life example that I think about being like, huh, would Khabib be mentioned and talked about in the same way if he didn't know how to speak English? Yes. Yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. Cause I mean, that whole camp is like him was a much, much Kev, all of them. They do have somewhat of like, they do boast pretty well. And that kind of goes with how dominant, all of them are as performers, you know, and just athletes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Have we, has there ever been a UFC fighter that's like, hasn't spoken English and like can't really talk in a press conference? Charles Oliveira. And that's yeah. why Charles Oliveira is not like, not nah, people know who he is. Like any, any casual, any diehard knows who Charles Oliveira is. And he's known specifically for like, um, you know, his finishes, he's a great fighter. He's an awesome UFC fighter, but yeah, he, he, I've never really seen him speak good. And it's always through translators. So who yeah. Knows? Who knows? yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I guess, I guess probably not. Cause UFC and like WWE, it's like, those are performing sports. True. Although they get in there and they, you know, they show what they can in the ring and stuff like that. It's like the whole lead up of the fight is part of the fight. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I guess probably not. I, I guess I wouldn't say could be uh, like could be would be at the top if he wasn't could also speak. You know, what I mean, if like if he was just if he was like Tom Hardy, just a mute, like coming in there, doesn't talk, leaves and stuff like that. It's like it's kind of disappointing as fans, you know, because you want the whole experience. JT, do you have anything to add before I have this other question that just popped in my head for Taking Nation? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of going somewhere where you don't speak the language is crazy. I'll just say that. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Thank you for that. That's thank you. Um, Tig. So I have a question, you know, you're, you're a guy, you're in the air force, that fly I planes and shit. Something like that. One weekend of every year. There's one of the greatest football games of all time. Army versus Navy. Mm-hmm. As an Air Force man yourself, is there a side that you choose in this, or is this like high school basketball when they're announcing the opposite team? You guys just turn around and look at newspapers and act <laughs> like the game's not going on. Um, 
so it's I don't know. You know, I'd like to say I had like a grudge of why the Air Force isn't included and stuff like that. The Air Force has a football team, you know, arguably better than both of the teams that played last weekend. You know, arguably in terms of record, the stats are there. Um, so I personally, it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. I do have a buddy. Um, his brother is at West Point for the Army and stuff. So he's always a big army guy. He's always like, you know, go army, go army and stuff. And we, you know, there's people that went to central and stuff that are in the Naval Academy, you know, people I played baseball with and stuff. Um, I tend to lean when I watch the game, I tend to just root for army naturally. I don't know why. Uh, Maybe because like just Marines are associated with the Navy. And I feel like, well, they have like two branches with them. It's the army needs a little extra support. So I don't know. I would say Army. I think we, as well as Air Force, work more with Army, like our career field especially. especially. Usually there's some of the Air Force with the Army group or battalion that's going, and they'll talk to, you know, the planes, uh, us up and up sky, up us up in the sky and stuff sometimes. So I feel like we're more integrated with the Army a lot of the time. So I root for Army, and I think they won, right? Army won? Oh, yeah. So. Army won. Navy just – they also just – they don't score any points. <laughs> but but remember, the ending of the game was fire. The right? ending was, of the game big, was very big fire. Big stop on the goal line. You got to yeah. love that. I love football like that, man. It was getting close. I mean, it's so old school because they, they just don't pass. They don't pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't pass. I remember – I think it was like last year or two years ago, Air Force was undefeated. Just dummy in teams. And then they played Army, and they lost to Army. And I'm like – and I think that was the only loss the Air Force had. I'm like, that is insane. We were dummy in teams left and right. We were beating, like, actual schools. Yeah. And then we lost to the fucking Army. And it was like, what are we doing? What are well, we dude, doing? Fun fact, bald-ass Hank has season tickets to Navy. Really? I was wondering about that. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Hank what with the Navy? I said bald-ass Hank has season tickets to Navy football games. What? Yeah. I yeah, feel like he, you have to have like a service member or something to like get those yeah, tickets. Yeah. No, dude, I'm I'm pretty sure they're like fucking like twelve bucks for the whole year or something like that. <laughs> and you could just go to every game, something like that. That's pretty cool. Where? I mean, that's probably worth it. That Army Navy game, you sell those tickets, pays for the whole year, you know? Probably more. <laughs> I mean that's awesome. That's really cool. But yeah, the game's really cool. It's really cool. I mean, I was looking up um I don't know if uh, Jackie mentioned or someone mentioned it. it was like who's who's like some of the top um, you know like armed forces players like football players throughout the years, and I thought it was Army, but it was Navy. It's uh, it's Roger Staubach. Oh, I didn't know he went to Navy. That's he cool. went to he went to Navy, got drafted by the Cowboys, and then immediately after getting drafted, though you have to spend you have to do four years as an officer. And so he did his tour of four years. I think he had to do an extra five for a deployment or something like that. Came back, and then I think he won two Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Damn. Wow. I mean, is that just like your top-tier American story right there? Yeah. Just I, serving I, in the military, then being a freaking Dallas Cowboy and winning Super Bowls? I mean, how more American is that? You got America's team. I mean, I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to fact-check. But I think he also won the Heisman. Dang. Yeah, no, I I agree with JT. I think think we need to give Roger Stahlback his flowers here. If if that man really was served in the Navy for four years and then he came back and won two Super Bowls, I don't see a movie about him. They're making bum-ass movies about Kurt Warner. Who cares about Kurt Warner? It's Roger Stahlback. Roger Stallback. Roger Stallback is just the actual real life uh, Captain America. Yeah, I, he's got the, he's got the logo and everything. I don't know if you just read there's Wikipedia, but on his Wikipedia it says Roger Thomas Stallback, nicknamed Roger the Dodger and Captain America. Hell yeah, I did not read it. American yeah. legend, eleven seasons with the Cowboys, Heisman Trophy winner '63, served in the served in the Navy during a tour of Vietnam. Came back to the Cowboys 69 for 10 or what 11 seasons and brought them to or led the team to five Super Bowl titles, four of them as the starting quarterback. Oh my gosh, 
Is Dude. he just like the best ever? I mean, how, is, a dog. how is there not yeah. a, genuinely? How is there not a movie on this man? Insane. Like what? That's crazy, know. dude. I'm dude, about to, yeah. I, I run out of breath tying my shoes, bro. And this guy won fours, five Super Bowls, and served the whole tour in Vietnam. Damn. And won the Heisman. And won the Heisman. The Heisman at fucking Navy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I mean, right. Holy crap. Some That's people, man, are just built different, you know? Like, I know they probably, this is, it's on the football kind of, but. Like, look at the the Eagles players that made the Christmas album or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. how can you just be a professional football player, be nice as shit at football, and then just be an awesome singer, too? It's like, you know, like, how can you have that many skills? Well, here, here I am, you know. I can't even freaking barely bowl a strike. You Dude, know? You're, and do- then- you're doing great. You're doing great. You, you know? But it's just crazy when you think about it. Like, people are just built different. People are built different. Shout out Roger Staubach, American hero. Oh, dude, Shout you guys want to hear my bold prediction since we're on football? And this oh, is bold. Here we this go. is bold. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes stinks. That's bold oh bold prediction. The Dolphins and the Chiefs do not make the playoffs this year. Whoa. The Dolphins and the Chiefs. You heard it here. It is. Tuesday, December 12th at 7.54 Eastern Time. I am telling you, the Dolphins and the Chiefs are not going to make the playoffs this year. All right. Diggy Nation's writing it down. I'm writing it down. Here we go, December Uh, 12th. um, 12-12-12. Yeah, I mean, dude, the Chiefs, I don't know about the Dolphins. I mean, I haven't really watched. But the Chiefs are a bunch of frauds. If you ask me, Patrick Mahomes is a big baby. I liked Patrick Mahomes too. Like, yeah. I'm not a Patrick Mahomes hater until la- the other night against the Bills. I that I, shit is embarrassing. Okay, listen. And the thing that fires me up the most is you have like your Tony Romos and your guys like that are that are like, oh, you can just see the competitor in him with how upset he is. No. We, these people do not get a pass because they're NFL players to act like freaking idiots. Yeah. He acted like a freaking big baby, spoiled brat, daddy's boy idiot just because he didn't get his way. When the fr- they freaking won the Super Bowl last year off a stupid-ass penalty. So Preach. Yeah. Preach. Sorry. That's Sorry, how they fucking boy. won. That's how they yeah. won was off a stupid-ass penalty. And that's what happened to you. And then – the competitor of you, you're such a fucking baby. You go to hug your boy, Josh Allen, who let's keep it real. Josh Allen has been through way more shit in his NFL career than you have Mahomes. And instead of hugging him and saying, good game, you hug him and go, that's the worst fucking call I've ever seen. Like Josh threw the penalty. Come yeah. on, Mahomes. And dude, mm-hmm. listen, he knows he's getting worried. There's a team in the West that's one game behind him that all of a sudden that division lead has disappeared and he's Mr. Unlimited, baby. We're coming. He's nervous. He's nervous. They're like two and four in their last six. They're not playing well. You got to play good in December, dude. And listen, the Dolphins, they're a joke. Every year at this time, they start losing in the end of November and December. Last year, they were like nine and three or whatever and finished nine and eight. They're going to do the same thing again. Chiefs and Dolphins out of the playoffs. I'm calling it right now. Shout out now, to my guy, Mike McDaniel, though. You know, he's just a good guy. But go on, Tiggy Nation. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I think the biggest issue you know, yeah, he was complaining on the sidelines. He was screaming at the refs. You know, not a great sight. But a lot of players do that. A lot of players do that. But a lot of players aren't the golden child of Patty Mahomes. You know, bad look. I agree. The worst look was him telling Josh Allen, who you know is a, a peer, and he's basically dominated Josh Allen ever since he got into the league. You know what I mean? No congratulations. And then he doubled down at the press conference. All he talked about, all that was highlighted, was him complaining about the ref. Complaining. He should have been yelling at his teammate. Kadarius Tony. I mean, he was off by, you know, two and a half feet. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think they're <laughs> as well. I don't think the play was planned. 
if anyone should be mad, no. it's Travis yeah. Kelsey because he had the sickest play ever. Like, that's who no, should he be did. mad. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that dead was though. unreal. That was so cool. And he's done that earlier in the year, too, where he's just, like, lateraling it like it's backyard football. Awesome to see. But I don't know. Bad look for Mahomes. But I tweeted out, you know what I mean? If he goes full into this and just starts complaining about every call like this verbally, I kind of like it. He's like a full villain of the league. Oh, I agree I with that. I love to root against that. So I, I agree think that's with sick. That. If, if, if this, which it, uh, he's already backpedaling, he already went on like a local news thing, apologizing, saying he can't act like that because you can't act that way in real life, which I get. I respect that. But I could not agree with you more, Tiggy Nation. If Patty Mahomes just locked in and was like, I am now the villain of this league and everything runs through me, as much as I want to hate that, it's it's hard to hate that, dude. I would be dialed. I'd be like, okay, all right, you know? <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. Oh, every- I like that. I also just didn't understand – I don't understand the Chiefs because they have they do have some solid players. That Rasheed Rice, that rookie, incredible. They're finally utilizing him. They're throwing him like 10 passes a game. I think he had seven catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. He wasn't out there for the final two plays of the game. I, I don't understand how you don't have that guy out there. I, I don't understand. They had four wide. None of them was number five or number six, whatever his number was. They were all in the 20s or whatever in Kelsey. It's like, why don't you have your playmakers that are making all those plays throughout the game on the field? So I don't – I don't know. I think there's a lot of issues with Kansas City. I can see them missing. I'm going to have to disagree. I don't think the Dolphins are getting out. Mainly because that division just fucking sucks. That division sucks, and I don't the Bills. think... The Bills are yeah. coming, bro, and they still have to play one game. They still have to play each other again. Yeah, but the thing is, the Bills basically have to win out, and the Dolphins will basically have to like lose out. I mean, if the Dolphins win two games, they're in. You know, For sure. They're, they're playing the Tennessee Titans next week against Will Levis, you know. So who knows that, that, that could be the factor of if they get it or not, but. Oh no, wait, no, the, the Titans just beat them yesterday, Monday night. Will Levis got his ass. So like that's. Didn't didn't they come back or whatever? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 28 to 27. Tyreek got hurt um, really early. Something with his ankle. Did you see what Tyreek Hill said about his wife or his girlfriend or whatever? Mm Mm-mm. He, te- I don't know what how, how the communication happened, but when he came off the field, I don't know if he texted her or whatever. But he said, like, he texted her or he talked to her and said, Man, that really hurt or whatever. And she said, She said something like, Yeah, but you need to get back on the field, dog, or something <laughs> like that. I was like, That's awesome. I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, Jake, looking at the Dolphins, you're very right. They play the Jets next week. That should be a win, but then they play Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. Oh, so what's the like ranking? Like, what are the and the Bills the get to play? Point? Bills play the Cowboys. That'll probably be a loss. Play the Chargers, free win. Patriots, free win. Dolphins. So, you know, they could go three and one. Dolphins could go one and three. It might be close. Pull pull, pull up the standings because I want JT to hear how yeah, close. Standings. So How close, like the top eleven are. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, I, I just mean in that division. Oh, okay. In the division. Dolphins nine and four, Bills seven and six, Jets five and eight, Patriots three and ten. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they they could they could pull the old switcheroo there. Yep. It's only two wins. There's three very winnable games for. Uh, it might come down to the last game, which would be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, that yes. would be sick. So I hope that's what it comes down to, because then everyone's playing it. You know, the 17th game I thought was awesome, but now we half the time we just see two games of people not playing their starters. So that'll be cool to see if that's the last game of the year. That's fucking sick. Um, I think that's all we have for the well, uh, Broncos won, right? Broncos won, right? Yeah, Broncos steamrolled, uh, steamrolled the Chargers. I never root for injury. I, I didn't like to see Josh Herbert get hurt. It actually made me very nervous because he stinks and I didn't know how his backup would be uh, Easton stick. He didn't do very well either. I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep saying it. Josh Herbert is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL that we have had yeah, in a Josh very Herbert, long time. You can't even remember his first name. 
He's that bad. Exactly. Yeah. Justin <laughs> Herbert. See, I don't even care what his name is, bro. I don't even care what his name is, but I do just want to also give a shout out uh, like JT did to Mike McDaniels because after the Sean Payton is over, that's who will be the Denver Broncos next head coach <laughs> because he was the ball boy for the Broncos and he comes from the Shanahan tree and we got Walmart money and we can make it happen. True. Yep. Shout out. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Broncos. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Justin Herbert couldn't agree. Guy is overrated and just finds ways to lose games. You know, not that it's, you know, eventually you got to start looking inward. Eventually. I don't know if they'll ever do it. Maybe in five more years, they'll look inward when his career is over like Phillip rivers. Maybe they'll look inward. I don't know, but, um, all right. That's all we have for NFL news. Right. So we can move on. Uh, we don't, yeah. Uh, what happened? What else happened there? Huh? You want to talk about the sick ass Dune two trailer that came out today? You know what? I saw your tweet today. I saw your tweet today, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm actually gonna watch it. And then I started to watch it for five seconds. I'm like, nope, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not even gonna watch this shit because I've seen the trailers. I've seen like the teaser in in the movies, and I keep forgetting I saw the first one, and it sucked. Nope. It was terrible. See, it was terrible. See, so you, let's talk about this real quick because I didn't watch the new trailer yet, but it, it actually shocks me that you don't like the first movie because you have been such like a like an advocate for like big action, like Fast and Furious movies and, and all the movies people say like suck, which you are like, oh, no, this is good. So I figured you would like, I don't know, Dune because it's like a new thing. It's like a new kind of star wars world a whole game of thrones yeah instead of this old recycled stuff that we get so i didn't watch the new trailer yet i am excited for dune too i really enjoyed dune i only watched it one time but it's one of those kind of movies i feel like you don't it's not it's not like i'm gonna rewatch dune you know what i mean but i did like the movie i'm excited for the new the new one i mean Honestly, big Timothy Chalamet guy. He seems like a great guy. He seems like a guy I'd like to be friends with. You know, he'd probably like me as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he seems like a good guy to me. He doesn't seem like he'd be. I don't know. He seems like I like seeing him on SNL and shit. He seems like a real person. You talking uh, about Willy Wonka? Yeah, dude, listen, I'm pumped for that too. He looks like he'll be a good Willy Wonka. I agree. They, they, not to get too far off topic, but I feel like Jeremy Allen White, the dude that plays Lip Gallagher in Shameless, like the writing was on the wall because he looks just like Gene Wilder. He would have been a freaking amazing Willy Wonka, but I'm, I'm pumped for the new Willy Wonka. I think it looks pretty good, too. But Dune 2, yeah, same thing. Timmy Chalamet, Zendaya, love it. I'm in. Yeah. Um. So... I will start off by saying one, I don't get Timothy Chalamet. I don't, I don't know where he came from. I don't know why he's like the hottest star in Hollywood. I mean, the guy is like 120 pounds soaking wet, looks like he's five, two and a half, and you know somehow he's stealing everyone's girl. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. Um, so I don't get it. But moving on. The movie, <laughs> I think I fell asleep halfway through the movie. And you want to know why I fell asleep? Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know what was going on. We're just Dude, in the hey. desert. We're in the desert. There's this big, big fat overlord calling the shots or something like that. And then he's, then he's like mind controlling people like he's Harry Potter getting tortured by Severus Snape all of a sudden. He's like Sick. controlling things in his mind. And then his mother, I think it was his mom, was one of them. But then her husband, his dad doesn't know. And it's like, what is going on? There's all these different tribes going on. You don't know what anyone's called. They keep coming up with these names, this, that. It's it's impossible to follow. And everyone who I've talked to, not everyone, I will say 60 to 70% of the people after who I talked to was like, I just didn't get it. And they're like, well, you got to read the books. Nope. I'm not reading fucking 20 books yeah, well, about this shit to figure it out. I'm not, we're I, not doing it. I agree we're with that. We're not yes. doing this. I agree with I'm not reading the books either. We but, are past this as a society. You don't have to read the books to go watch the fucking movie, especially for a movie of this production and this much money. Make me just understand the story. 
Dude, if they wanted me to read the book, there wouldn't be a fucking movie, dude. That's all but, I hey, have to listen, say. It's a whole new world. You've seen Aladdin. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new origin story. Like, so think about it. Like, the first movie of any big blockbuster franchise is kind of like you don't know what the hell's going on. Like, imagine I'm going to go back to Star Wars, but you watch the first Star Wars movie coming out. You're like, what the fuck is all this shit happening? Which it's Star Wars me- movie? Which Star Wars movie? A New Hope. It has to be a New Hope. Like the like the a very first four. One, the Are the, yeah. is this what they're doing though? Are we coming in, in episode four? But also, we didn't know. We didn't know back then this was going to be episode four. That was a that was a. I think newer it said thing. episode four, didn't it back no, then? That's after. That was after that, that was they. After? I I yeah. could be could be wrong. No, that's yeah. right. I'm pretty sure it was just Star Wars. Yeah. A New Hope or whatever. It wasn't like Star Wars 4 or whatever. Well, but, you know... Oh, God. All right, continue. <laughs> sorry. 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 No, it's it's all good because it took me... I didn't know what the hell was going on in Game of Thrones. It took me damn near a whole season to know what the fuck is going on. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I did rewatch Dune a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And honestly, dude, it was better than the first time I watched it because I kind of had an idea of what was already going to happen. And I was able to listen more to like the family dynamic and the actual stories of what they were actually saying. And dude, who doesn't want to watch a movie again with Jason Mimosa? He's yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty cool. Was he in the first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at the cast. Him. I don't even remember Rebecca Ferguson being in it. Who? Rebecca Ferguson was in it. Who's Rebecca Ferguson? Maybe his mom. I don't know. She's the girl. She's the she's the Mission Impossible girl. It's probably his mom then. Could oh, wouldn't mom. know. Wouldn't know. Yeah, I've never seen know. any yeah. of those. I mean, everyone was just watching Zendaya the whole time. But um, she wasn't even know. in it till the end. Oh, so I don't. see, I, I see. <laughs> but but also, dude, that's that's a reason I think why the. Uh, movie theaters got sued for trailers and false advertisement because in the first trailer for Dune, they just acted like Zendaya was going to be in the entire movie. And she literally doesn't pop in it until like she's in it a dream for a split second once. And then she doesn't come in till like 20 to 15 minutes left in the movie. Time out. People are suing people for that now. No, that passed like a, a God, thing- dude, we live in such a freaking soft world. They're like, oh, I didn't see as much Zendaya as I like to, so I'm gonna sue the freaking company now. That makes me up freaking bad. You know yeah. what I mean? This world s- stinks sometimes. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You can go to the world of Doom starting in the year 2024 again and go back. I the trailer, I, the teaser trailer I saw in theaters makes it look sick. It makes it look sick, you know. He yeah, like Jake Stone, he's got his arm up. Everyone's like, "Oh, you know, it's it's very 300-ish, you know, very camaraderie." But I just I don't get it. I thought the movie was three and a half hours and said it was only two and a half. So I can that's less than Oppenheimer. I've seen Oppenheimer like two or three times. Um and I thought Oppenheimer was all right. Um, you know, well, it's all right. Um so maybe I'll give Dune another watch. Maybe yeah, I'll give dude, Dune another just watch. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Spark a candle. Dim the lights. Turn Dune on. And have a good time. I'll have to... Maybe I can watch like a YouTube video of like 10-minute prequel to Dune movie so you aren't lost. But see, like, I don't... I saw yeah. that argument too, but I, I, the old movie... This is just a remake, though. Like, it's not like everybody's making it sound really? like, yeah, like this is, I'm pretty sure Dune is an older movie. 1984. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. And they just remade it. Dude, smart, no stuff. Um, yep. But yeah, yep. no, speaking of movies, though, I watched one of the craziest movies I've ever seen in my life. That's a new Netflix movie called Just Leave the World Behind with Julia yeah. Roberts, Marisha Ali, Kevin Bacon, and Ethan Hawke. And... Yep. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. And I think this is one of those movies that will strike a weird nerve in your body of how easy something like 
this could happen in the movie. And without giving it away, I'll just say the three stages that they say. So, like, the first stage is cause chaos. The second stage is spread a bunch of misinformation. And the third stage is let let people devour themselves from within. So, it's just, like, I kind of want to tell you guys. I, I mean, I guess I could just give you guys. Don't tell us. No, okay, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. You know, we I have talked to do to our, our homework. Yeah, got to do our homework. A couple of people work said the movie sucked. Who? I, Who the fuck are these people? Dude? I'll give you their emails. I'll, I, I'll give you their emails. You can email them. <laughs> I want them on the pod next week. I want I'll them give, on here yeah. next week, dude. I'll give you their emails. I'll we'll bring them in the bedroom. You know, it'll be it'll be a nice soiree. Yeah. I don't know, but is Netflix movie? I saw the trailer. I thought Ethan was it Ethan Hawke. I thought it was Josh Brolin at first. I was like, is that Josh Brolin? That's fair. That's fair. And uh, Zeden Hawkman, Kevin Bacon shows up. So it's like, that'll be cool. Um, Julia Roberts, you know. Good cast. I feel like 30 people, what, 30% lover, 70% hater. So, you know, it's whatever. But I, it does look like an interesting concept to the movie. And right now, my girlfriend and I are watching Severance. And I don't know if you guys have seen Severance on Apple TV. I've heard Jake? of it. I've not watched it. I know what you're talking about, though. So the whole theory, I'm just going to explain the theory of Severance. They get their brain severed, and apparently what that means is, like, it's split. So they go into this company to work. When they go down the elevator, they enter their, like, work mind. And their work mind doesn't know what's happening, doesn't even know about their their, personal life. Personal life. And um, they call it their innie when they're at work and their outie when they're out of work. It's like belly buttons. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just like belly buns but it's a very interesting concept um adam scott is the lead on it um from Step Brothers. i don't know what else he's in uh partial rex right he's in partial rex pretty little lie so, pretty, no, little pr- pretty little lies yeah i think that was pretty little lies i hear that's really good too on hbo dude that show is that show absolutely rocks i like it's yeah i i can just give so many flowers to that show if anybody wants a quick Two season or to watch, it's a great flick. Yeah. But Severance, I we're like four episodes in, and we still don't know what this company that they work at even even does. It's Whoa. very bizarre. And it's funny when you try to resign from the company because you're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is our brain severed and stuff like that? You put in a resignation, but it gets sent to your Audi your personal life and your personal life, this personal life's person keeps saying, no, 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 I'm declining the resignation. I got to go to work <laughs> and stuff. What? So Whoa. it's, uh, it's fun. It's very cool. Um, there's a couple of, uh, you know, definitely like actors and actresses, which you'll see in the show, but it's, I, it was like Apple TV's number one show and stuff. I think it won an Emmy last year. Damn. Ooh, I, I, have check it. I have to but check it out. It's, it's very black mirror. E. Very like yeah, very black mirror. Very like you don't know what's like, not what's real, what's not real, but you don't know like what fully is happening. Like something bigger is definitely happening, but you still don't know. Um, there's a, I think it's Christopher Walken, hmm. um, the guy who's in uh, Balls of Fury and stuff. He's in it. Um, the guy who's in Transformers. Um, Josh Brolin or uh, Mal- J- Malkovich, John Malkovich. It's the guy who says. Who um, is always talking about? Oh, Shia LaBeouf's character. I forget his name, but he's like the crazy guy. He's like the crazy guy doing all the. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Simmons, Simmons. Yes, yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, the aliens have been here forever. I have all the proof yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's it and stuff. It's it's a cool show. It reminds me of Silo a little bit because like Silo is happening, and uh, that's Rebecca Ferguson as well. Shout out Rebecca Ferguson. Um, another Apple TV show where it's like, you think you know what's happening. And then at the end, you're like, what the fuck is actually going on? No one knows what's going on. Apple TV is awesome. I couldn't, Apple TV is fucking sick. And they got so yeah. many shows. So definitely watch Severance. I think it's only one season right now. So um, that's Apple cool. TV, I'm going to give Dune a watch too. I'm going to give Dune a watch. Do that dude. Apple TV has the greatest romantic, or it's not even romantic. It's like the show's called platonic with okay. us. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, and it's basically two. It's so funny you said it's a romantic, and it's called platonic. Yeah, no, I said the wrong word. Yeah, <laughs> I said the wrong word. It's like a, it's like a, a friendship comedy, but it's like 
boy and girl that are just like straight best friends and it's just such a good show because one of them are a lot of good shows on there yeah one of them's married and then like one just gets a divorce and they start hanging out again like they were young but she has all family and seth just is like wants to party and he's like a brew keeper guy and it's just it's hysterical (laughs) it's a great show wasn't seth rogan in that movie with um Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah. that's the long shot. That's one of my favorite favorite movies, dude. I haven't seen that, and I am like a huge Charlize fan, obviously. Um, and I thought that well, was like really cool, where where they were like friends in high school or something like that. And she's like, "Oh, just come along, you know, like just keep coming and stuff." And uh, she's like some big wig and stuff, and he's just hanging out there, just living like a normal person and stuff. So, it's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give that a the, watch. The new Christmas movie with. Uh, Ed Helms and Jennifer Gardner is okay. really good. It's called The Family Switch. It's a Netflix uh, original. It's really, yeah. really funny. It's just like a funny, you know, yeah. comedy Netflix movie. I'm to watch it. It kind of, I mean, you can tell by the name Family Switch. It, it, it's, it's the same thing as like uh, Freaky Friday. Is it okay? Like it's so funny because like the mom and dad, so Jennifer Gardner and Ed Helms switch bodies with their son and daughter <laughs> That's and it, it's awesome. it, it's it's really it's good and it's funny but then there's that other one that came out with what's his face uh jason briggs uh jim levenstein from american pie and it sucked that bums me out no and i i'm not like it was bad like it was like hallmark movie bad uh, whoa like, are you saying all hallmark movies are bad no I, I'm not saying that. I, I'm just, the acting was awful. Like, it just was yeah. not, it was just, I do not recommend at all. Dude, I want to, I want to write a Hallmark movie real quick. Okay. I can do it. You okay. guys ready? Here we go. High school sweethearts. One stays in the hometown. One moves to a big city. That's it. Yeah, uh, it's the school reunion. The one from the big town shows back up. And the one is still there from the small city. Couple then gets together. They hang out. They might sip wine, drink some coffees at night. They fall in love and they get married happily ever after. That is my homework. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing you missed is the person in the hometown is in a relationship. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You're right. That is right. Because that's how it always is. It's like guy comes home he reignites his flame with the old girl but she's in a serious relationship with whoever you know what i mean yeah we've all seen the notebook okay Mm -hmm. first of all first of all we're never gonna put hallmark movies on the same stage as the notebook you're right notebook is one of the best movies ever i just just meant the story there's always there's always some kind of love triangle is my point yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah. Well, speaking of Christmas and Christmas movies, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm a big fan of down here? There's so many pop-up Christmas bars. Okay. okay. Where when I say pop-up, I mean it's it's just a bar or a restaurant already, but they kind of dress up as a Christmas bar for the holiday season. So mm-hmm. it's like everything is Christmas. So all they the put drinks. up Christmas decorations. <laughs> but but it's more than that. Like all their drinks are are Christmas drinks. Here, you be a hater. I'll fix I'm not that. being a hater. I'm kidding. Say, I know what yeah, you're talking so, about. So yeah, it's basically like, yeah, like it's a it's a steroid out Christmas lights, Christmas yeah. decorations, Christmas music, drinks. And I'm a big fan. I love the Christmas season. Christmas is awesome, you know. Well, now I gotta send Jake some because he's being a hater. I'm not being a Christmas. hater. All I'm saying is, like, I live in a house, but since it's Christmas time, you can call my house a Christmas house from now on, my boy. I mean, you technically could. <laughs> I just sent, I just sent you a video of one. Pretty rock around the Christmas tree. What's everyone's favorite Christmas songs? Oh, that's so funny because I just was asking Greg's bar group text that the other day. And uh, I think mine is a classic and it's um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Josh Groban. Okay. Good one. 
I think that's yeah, I, I mean, for me, I'm not going to say specific song, but I can say album, somebody that remade Christmas music. And my favorite Christmas EP that's ever dropped is the Mains Christmas like rock album thing that they did, I believe, in like 2008-ish or 2009-ish. All three of those songs, bang. Shout out the Main. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like, uh, I'm a big fan. Obviously, the newer Christmas songs, I think, are better. You know what I mean? Like, all the remakes, um, you know, like, the NSYNC, the boy bands that did it, the main that does their thing. I like uh, Pentatonix a lot. And they're the, uh, they're the acapella group. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Where, um, I don't know if Pitch Perfect was based off it, but they took <clears> so much inspiration from Pentatonix. Pentatonix is in the Pitch Perfect movies. I think they're like the Canadian team or something like that, but they literally oh, put them in the cool. movie because it was cool. But they have like, they do like a Carol of the Bells. That's awesome. You know, and unreal stuff. Um, and it's just so crazy. They just use their whole mouth to do that stuff. So like they have that little drummer boy, um, mm. a whole album and stuff, which is really cool. So I, I like that stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Little drummer boy is a great song. Yeah. Love that song. Love that. That was like my mom's favorite song. We would, We'd go to Black's Christmas Trees up in Fulton, and we'd be playing, like, we'd have, like, a greatest hits Christmas of, you know, every best song and iteration and stuff, and my mom just loved The Little Drummer Boy. And it is such a long song, and it is it just drags on and on and on. And I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, man, can we get something more upbeat, please? I'm going to fall right. asleep. I got a question. Got a question. Okay. What's your guys' favorite Christmas movies? Christmas movie. Oh, well, I have no, no, no. We're going to give a Mount Rushmore. So I'm, I'm only saying one. Okay. No. I got, I got one. Wow. Okay. Through me. <laughs> you got to pick one, JT. Got to pick one. You guys can go first. I know what JT's going to say, and I already fucking hate it. I, I already know what he's going to say, too. And my favorite Christmas movie is a great comedy with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn titled Four Christmases. Oh, I, I saw a little bit of that. I haven't seen the whole thing. People said it's hilarious. I got to watch that. It's my all-time Your favorite Christmas favorite movie. Favorite Christmas movie? I got to watch that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we all know mine. Yeah, we know. Classic. The Polar Express, yep. it just ignites the freaking Christmas spirit inside your soul. The music, the animation, yep. the story, it's just the greatest. Uh, you know, you, you got freaking legend Tom Hanks in there. Voiceover. Best Christmas movie there is. Uh, when I saw uh, the Wheeling Symphony perform the main polar express theme song i cried you know just beautiful beautiful uh if i had to give a second which i'm gonna give a second i would put uh jim carrey's grinch as my number two it is just so good it has become a classic uh that's just another one it just gets me in the christmas spirit jake do you want to give an honorable mention before uh you know i didn't know we were doing honorable mentions you know it's just yeah, I mean, like, it, truthfully, Baby boys... Nation despises me today. I, know. I don't know why. Truthfully, boys, I'm kind of blanking on other Christmas movies at the present moment. Um, I had Four Christmases locked in there. Oh, dude. Dude. The Night Before. Okay. That's a good one. That's a that, good one. How could yeah. I forget that one? That is another just classic... Seth Rogen comedy banger, dude. Yeah. Bang. Mackie, Joseph Gordon Levitt, dudes with three names, dude. Let's go. That's awesome. Uh, it's funny, JT, you did your um, honorable mention on The Grinch because that would be my number one. Oh, that's I'm glad I made your list on the number two spot, but it's my number one spot. So, you know, um, love The Grinch. It's fantastic. It's funny. Got a little romance in it. Um, you know, I love the Who's. You know, it's just it's just an all-time classic. My honorable mention, I think I've only seen this movie twice, but I literally just looked on the list and I'm like, I never watched this movie. Polar again. Express. No, not Polar <laughs> Express. But 
It's going to be Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito. It's a good movie. I've never seen that one. Seen it once. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's only like an hour and a half, too. It's very low. It was it was like my dad would always try to get us to watch it. We watched it like once or twice. It was really cool. So um, had to throw out there. Deck the Halls, watch it. It's Danny DeVito and who is the other person? Matthew Broderick. Ooh. Matthew oh, Broderick. nice. Simba. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Simba. Yeah, so. Come on. Yeah. It's Ferris Simba. Bueller. <laughs> Simba. Come on. Come on, guys. Simba. It's Ferris Simba. Bueller. I know it's Ferris Bueller, but. He's similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. dude, that's actually I haven't watched the live action Lion King in a long time. Maybe maybe I need to watch that. I've never uh, yeah. You've yeah, never I seen mean, it? I never watched it. It's all right. It doesn't not, have like the little Smith in it. Isn't the little Smith in it? Who? No, nah, dude, you're thinking of the jungle book. No, seen no. <laughs> that one? Who Will Smith? Isn't James no, Smith James in one of the Smith. movies? Isn't he, in the, isn't he in a Jungle Book movie? He's in the Karate Kid. No, I thought Jaden Smith was in one of the fucking live action movies. He's Ch- Childish Gambino. No. Childish Gambino plays Simba? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sick. I thought it was like a little kid playing Simba. No. Childish Gambino? Well, that's, the, like Don, that's Donald Glover, right? Yeah. What? He's got a third person. Doesn't he have a third persona, too? I don't, I don't think know. so. He I could. heard. I think he raps under a different name other than Childish Gambino too. He has like a one side and like another side. He's the Prowler. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> Spider Man. He's the Spider Man. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, dude, read a book. You fuck. I don't know. Childish Gambino. I'm. I'm always thinking of uh the Martian in, in for uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, or. Uh, the Star Wars movie, so well. Yeah, yeah. but dude, his it, it, a lot of people think he's the best in Thirty Rock, but honestly, the greatest thing he's ever done, in my opinion, is the Atlanta show on FX. That show it was gold from the front, answer. front all the way to back. So. Oh yeah, I mean, he totally just put on for my city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> All right, I got one more question here. I saw a trailer for a show called Rebels something. Is that Star Wars related? Is that Star Wars movie? What is that? That is uh, Zack Snyder. I believe there's another movie that's on Netflix. Zack Snyder's creating some kind of universe. I I don't know if that's the first iteration of it or if there's already another one out there, but I know it's supposed to be pretty cool. I've never watched it, though. What's it called? Rebel something? It's called Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Oh. So it's not Rebels. It's Rebel Moon. It's a movie. Okay. I just saw the trailer and I'm like, it could be Star Warsy, but they don't have lights, like no blasters or anything. I'm like, maybe this is like a pre, like a pre-pre-Star Wars thing or something. But it looks cool. It does look looks cool. cool. So I would re- I would recommend that just yeah. from trailer alone. But yeah. trying to think. One other thing, I just want to shout out the uh hacker that hacked insomniac gaming and stole all the stuff from the wolverine video game and they're basically holding it hostage hostage and telling the the creators of it that if they don't give him two million dollars in seven days they're going to spoil the entire game and every character that's in it so i mean i don't want to shout out the hacker for doing that but it's also legit insane that a video game company's being held hostage right now for info I didn't even know yep. that was a thing. Sony's investigating. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> it's insane. It was the craziest thing I read, like, because it's just crazy that they're they're holding ransom. They're like, I want $2 million or we're just spoiling your whole game. That reminds me of uh, the only thing, whenever I think of, like, asking for ransom, I think of uh, Airhead, the movie Airhead. With, uh, <laughs> with uh, you know, you guys never seen the movie Airhead? Airheads with um, was it Airheads? It's with uh, it's with uh, Journey of the Son of the Earth Man. It's with uh, the Mummy guy. Who is it? Um, is that the Cones? It's with George Brendan the, Fraser. George of the Jungle. George Brendan of the Jungle. Fraser, Steve Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley. Oh damn! Oh yeah, that's a loaded it's, cast. It's an this uh, it's this band, and they're trying to get on the local radio show, and 
They still won't play him, still won't play him. They, the guy's like, oh, we'll get you in, we'll get you in. They kick him out. They go in at night and try to break in and hold him at, like, fake gunpoint. They're fake guns, and they have them. <laughs> oh, it's fucking sick. Dang. It's, it's like a really gaggy 90s comedy and stuff. Airheads. Can't believe you guys didn't see him. Oh, fucking sick, though. What did recommend? you talk? Adam Sandler did before you? he became Adam Sandler. Whoa. Yeah. Did you guys talk about dumb money? Yeah. Last week. Yeah. We talked. Hey, thanks for listening last week, JT. No, listen. Jesus. I listened to everything. I just didn't catch up. Takey Nation, listen. I'm texting you after we're done here and asking <laughs> what up your ass. <laughs> no, but I, oh, I caught up on dumb, bun- dumb Money. Great movie. Great movie, by the way. Big fan. It gave me like the social networking kind of vibe to it. Oh, it was it's good. It's like you were at the episode. It's like you were just see. Like, I was I was there in spirit, man. Oh man! All right, that's all I got. This been yeah, a fucking fantastic line here. I'm I'm starving here. I got a box of beef jerky here. I'm just ready to dig in. Trying to think. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, uh, big big news, real quick. There's a massive hearing uh, for the NCA tomorrow and all of their lawsuits. And there is a legitimate shot that every every transfer that's not eligible to play right now by the end of the day tomorrow will all be able to play so this could be massive news for the mounties not only for raekwon battle but for noah farcon as well who's from cleveland state who's an absolute dog so let's just hope let's just do for the kids let the kids play let the kids let them play play. let them fucking play. play come on let them play yeah, but all right, guys. Thanks, thanks for hopping in line with us again. Uh, sorry, I won't miss again. I can I can tell there's uh, animosity towards me for skipping school uh, last week. So I'll be back. I'll be back. I won't be skipping any more school. Love you guys. You guys know where to find us. Uh, Juicebox Podcast. Bye bye.